Everything is on. Are we running? I think we are. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode number 30. This is crazy. Uh, Thank you so much for clicking on the podcast episode. I think you're going to be really happy that you did because I'm about to hand you the blueprint to your 2020, your breakthrough year, the best year yet. I'm about to give you the blueprint right now. Speaking of the blueprint, we've got the creator's blueprint coming out in February. Oh my God. That's like February doesn't seem like close, but it's in my world, it's right around the corner. Um, Things that have been going on in my life, I've had just a ton before we, before we actually get into the content for today's episode. Let me, let me just give you a little, a little summary of what I've been up to. Uh, not too much, just focusing on my filmmaking course. So we we had just launched the filmmaking course. Uh, we had our biggest launch. It was amazing. We have such an amazing group, and it's been incredible fun. And we re- re- revamped the entire program. It's got a brand new, fresh look, brand new, fresh content, and it has been unbelievable. I have learned so much. It's, it's one of these things about these coaching programs for me, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not the only one that's, that's doing the teaching and, uh, showing the way I I'm learning things from the members as well. I was learning things that I didn't really realize. And the members were learning things that they didn't really understand or know they could do. And it's just a two way street. It's, 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 it's really fun to watch. And the energy, the energy is so important for any kind of like coaching group. If you're coming on and like a group coaching call and stuff like that, it's so important to have really good energy. And, and this group had incredible energy and it just made things super fun. And so, um, it was really great to, to get on a personal level with everybody. But with that being said, it took so much out of me. I mean, there was so much content being produced and, um, you know, I rented studio space and it was, it was just, it was crazy. And we're still, we're, we're at the tail end of it. Um, so there's still content that is coming out for them. And it was, it was just unbelievable. And it, it, it really, it honestly, it got me close to completely burning out. And I'm sure a lot of you can kind of relate to that because by the end of the year, I feel like a lot of people get really close to burnout, uh, trying to make that push for the end of the year, trying to accomplish their goals, trying to, trying to just get in as much as they possibly can by the end of the year. And I've had a lot of conversations with my peers and, um, you know, creatives on, on Instagram and, and people that you follow, I've had conversations with and, people were just hitting burnout like a couple of weeks ago and they still might be. So I don't know if you're seeing people that aren't really posting as much as they usually do, they, that might be a, a clear sign as to why. And I hadn't posted at all. That's, that's the main reason why I took a month off from this podcast. I'm just like, you know, I have to focus on this filmmaking course. And, and that's the only thing that I have the brain power. That's the, that's the only thing that I can do right now. So don't think you're the only one that gets these. Everybody gets it. Everybody at no matter what level you're at, like it can happen. Um, But what we're going to talk about today is really going to help eliminate that. Um, I I really like this is I'm so excited for this episode because I know how much this is going to help you in the long run. And even if you can't do everything right now, 
you can at least start getting into that process or at least having the mindset for it. So I am super pumped. I'm, I'm really excited to hear your feedback. So if there's something that I say from this podcast episode and you're just like, wow, like that's fantastic, please send me a DM or, or tag me and, and let me know what was the biggest takeaway for you because that's just going to help me. It's going to help everybody else um, know kind of <laughs> what they're getting into with this podcast. So before we get into that, I want to shout out some people that uh, are really supporting the podcast. Everybody that supports the podcast, thank you so much. Um, I want to really get this out there to as many people as possible. This podcast is something that I'm really focusing on for 2020. So you're going to be seeing a lot of content with the podcast. That's probably going to be one of my main platforms for 2020. So be on the lookout uh, for new guests, new content. I want to make this podcast as interactive as possible. I want you to feel a part of it. I want you to feel like you are in this thing with me. Um, so I'm really excited. And and just a few shout outs. We got some five-star reviews really quick. Just going to shout out my man, John Feathers. John Feathers is a member in the filmmaking course as well. And he said, I've been a huge fan of Zach for a while now and just got turned on to his podcast, which I listen to almost daily. The amount of value here is insane and you'd be crazy to pass up on or you'd be crazy to pass up on it. Thank you, John. I appreciate that, man. Um, we also have Mac, Mac Olink. He was part of the filmmaking course as well. Uh, wow, that's funny. You guys are back to back. Uh, he said, this podcast is so valuable to creatives trying to live the life we want to live. Every single episode I can relate to is almost everything Zach talks about, and he leaves each episode having learned something new. I've been following Zach for years, ever since the shout-out on Brandon Campbell's fitness YouTube. Oh, my God. That feels like ages ago. Shout-out to Brandon Campbell. (laughs) Uh, He said, I've also taken Zach's filmmaking course. I can honestly say that I've grown so much as a creative entrepreneur and person from following all this along. I've applied many things I've learned from Zach into my own business structure, and I've been making some serious moves to living the life I want to live. Huge bonus to this podcast is uh, is that Zach's got a podcast voice. Oh, (laughs) that's hilarious. You know, people have been saying that I have a podcast voice. I didn't really think... I I don't know. That was something that I never really was, like, complimented on, especially when I was, you know, younger in college and whatnot. I was never really complimented on my voice until I started this podcast. So, um, I guess that's a good thing, but I appreciate that. We'll leave it at that. I, I, you know, that's another thing for these upcoming podcast episodes. I'm not going to spend freaking 10 minutes on, on five star reviews, but if you want to leave a review, uh, if you want to leave a five star review, I'd greatly appreciate it. It helps the podcast grow. And we just gave away a brand new pair of Sony headphones to somebody that left a five star review. That giveaway is over, but we're going to have another big giveaway next year. And even for the people that didn't win, um, or or not for the people, only one person won. For everybody else that didn't win the giveaway or um, is not going to win the giveaway next year, uh, I'm still going to give you guys something. Anybody that leaves a five-star review on iTunes, you guys are going to get a little something from me soon. Um, I'm not going to say what it is just yet, but in 2020, everybody that leaves a five-star review, even if you already left a five-star review, you're going to get something. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Now, 
Enough is enough of the chitty chatty. Let's get into the real deal, the real stuff here. So I created an Instagram post and I posted it on Sunday, yesterday, um, Sunday morning. And I talked about the three ingredients to your biggest, best year, 2020. Those three ingredients. One of those ingredients was having a vision. And we're going we're gonna to get into the details on all these things. But it was having vision, having clarity, right? That's so important. Extreme clarity. Not just a little bit of clarity. I'm talking crystal clear clarity where you can just see everything out in front of you. You're like, wow, okay, let's do it. That, that kind of clarity, all right? So that's number one. Number two is to have a plan. And that that's also part of that clarity as well. You want to have clarity with your vision, but you also want to have a plan of attack. And we're going to be going over how to, how to start getting that plan together. All right. And then number three was to have accountability and community, whether it's coaching or friends or like-minded people that are going to be there for you, that are going to inspire you and that are not going to let you give up. All right. But there's actually one more ingredient that I also want to talk about today. And I didn't talk about this in my Instagram post. And that that fourth ingredient is probably one of the most important ingredients. And yet nobody really talks about it, especially on social media. And that is to have fun. Literally have fun. That should be your fourth ingredient. That should be a part of your plan to have fun. And for me, because I am a workaholic, I will be the first to admit it. I can't let go of work. I'm, this is stuff that I am really working on and still working on. But for me, if you're like me, which I think most of you are, you need to schedule in fun. And I'll be going over this as well, but you need to actually schedule it in. And I am actually scheduling in fun. And uh, we're going we're gonna to get into to all this good stuff. So you have to have clarity. You have to have a plan. You have to have accountability and community. You have to have fun. You have to have routine. You have to have discipline. You have to live in integrity. And you, you have to live and, and act and make choices as if you've already accomplished all of this. Sounds super overwhelming, right? When, when I list all that shit out, I'm like, wow, that's a lot. But we're going to take it in baby steps, all right? So first things first, before we get into 2020, we still need to talk about 2019. We need to reflect a little bit because you either love 2019 or you hated 2019. And we need to learn from it because that's going to carry over to 2020. If you have a ton of bad habits in 2019, those those habits aren't just going to magically vanish like a fart in the wind in 2020. You have to know what those bad habits are and slowly but surely break them. And it's going to take a long time. And and most people, the reason why they fail with having new habits for the new year is because it's it sounds good on paper, but executing it is a whole different situation. And there's some really key tips on how to actually make those habits um, sustainable and and actually carry them out throughout the entire year. 
because it sounds really good on paper. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to lose 10 pounds. Yeah. I want to go to the gym five days a week, but you've haven't done that consistently for the past eight months, nine months, a year. Why are you going to just automatically do that in January? And you, you probably know this, everybody listening to this has heard the whole spiel on why you're not, um, carrying out those habits or your, uh, new year resolutions and all that. We we've all heard that spiel, but hopefully this episode was, is going to shed some light on some, on some different things, some unique tips that, uh, is really going to help you. So what we need to do, we need to reflect on 2019. And this is actually something I've learned from one of my mentors myself. And first thing we have to do is we need to write down our wins. Literally every single win you had in 2019, you need to write down. And that could mean, obviously, your big wins. It could be a revenue goal. It could be um, a client that you got. It could be maybe more subscribers. You're really trying to build your audience or maybe you're trying to sell a digital product that you never sold before. It, it could be any of those go any of those wins. It could also be little stuff. It might not even look like a win. It, it could look like something else that you might not really expect to be a win. For example, it could be, um, you know, you contacted someone, you cold emailed someone. Maybe that's like something you've never done before and you were nervous about getting rejected. Maybe they even rejected you. <laughs> Let's say they rejected you, but you actually going and doing that is a win in itself. So when I say little wins, I mean little wins and everything. Write all that down. You can even pause this podcast and write it down. If you're in the car, don't write it down. Focus on driving. Don't get into an accident. But when you get home or or, or turn on Siri and, and, and make a little voice memo on to, to write these things down later. So write it down. Get out, get out a, a pad of paper and write, write these things down. I think it's better to write it down than to actually put it in your phone. It's just, I don't know, something about writing just kind of ingrains things a little bit more. Okay, so once you write down those wins, you're going to write down the lessons that came with those wins. So maybe you got a new client and or you got your biggest client or whatever it was, but something to do with your biggest client. And there were a couple things you learned from that process. Why did you get that client in the first place? Was it something you said? Was it a package that you offered? Was it the confidence that you had when you were communicating with that client? Write down the lessons that you learned from those wins. Maybe you just went for it and said, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. Little things like that. Write down those lessons, okay? As soon as, uh, when you're done writing down the wins and the lessons, you probably guess what, what's coming, but you're going to write down your losses. All the things that you try to accomplish, but came up short and just you lost. <laughs> you, you took an L on these things. What what were those things? What what did you lose? Maybe you didn't hit your revenue goal. Maybe you got rejected by these five people, these five clients, and they went with someone else. Um, maybe your significant other broke up with you. Uh, maybe you are lonely and you don't have a lot of friends and you're just not happy with your relationships, you know, things like that. Write down your losses, things that you wanted to accomplish, but didn't, 
or just things that just kind of happened that you were, that just sucked, write them all down. Even the little things, the little thing, maybe you gained weight. Maybe you didn't uh, take your health seriously this year. I know, uh, I know in the beginning part of 2019, I was, I was struggling with, with putting my health as a, as a priority. So little things like that. And then you're going to write down the lessons that are associated with those losses. And this is probably the most important piece out of this entire thing. What are, what are those lessons? What'd you learn from those losses? Okay. You didn't lose the weight that you wanted to lose. Why? Well, you didn't make it a priority. Um, maybe the only time you can go work out is in the morning. And if you don't get your workout in the morning, you're not going to work out later because you have work or you're tired later. So you have to work out in the morning and you just kept deciding that, you know what, I'll go later. So that is so lesson to be learned there. You have to go in the morning and you can't let yourself not go in the morning. You have to go in the morning. So write down all those lessons that you learned. Maybe, maybe a client rejected you because you just, you weren't confident. And if you're not confident when talking to a potential client, they want to make a safe, trustworthy choice when they're deciding who they want to hire, right? Well, if you're not confident, that's not very trustworthy and they're going to go with someone that is confident because that's a safer decision, especially when they're ponying up a lot of money. So write down those lessons because those, even though they sting, <laughs> trust me, it's going to sting. Uh, even writing down, writing down your losses is one thing, but writing down the lessons that you learned, like why you actually actually didn't accomplish those things, like that's where the stinging part comes in. So just throwing that out there, beware. There is a bit of stinging by your your heart, by by the heart. It's like a might be a little. Uh, it's like a a paper cut on the heart. It's just oh god, it stinks. But you got to be real with yourself. This is this is important. This is huge. Okay. All right. That is 2019 reflection. You did it. Nice job. Now it's time to move on to 2020. Let's get it. Okay. So we want clarity. We want vision. Without vision, without clarity, we're going to be lost. We have no idea where to go. Okay. So we have to come up with a vision. You have to see what you want. This could be through meditation, for God's sakes. This could be however you need to do it, but you need to know what you want in life. And I'll quickly tell you, if you have zero clue, you have no idea what you really want to do, you need to come up with a plan as to how to get some sort of clarity and vision. And the best way to do that is to literally try things, try a bunch of stuff, Gary Vee talks about this all the time, right? I, th I think he talks about it. If you have no idea what you want to do, you got to try a bunch of shit until something sticks because it's so much easier to figure out what you don't want than it is to figure out what you do want. It's so easy to figure out what you don't want. So much easier. Okay. You try, it's like trying food. You try a piece of food. You're like, ugh, gross. Okay. Now I don't, I, I know I don't like that. Cross it off the list. So you need to come up with a plan on figuring out what it is that you don't like, basically. Come come at it from that angle, all right? But maybe after I, I talk about this a little bit more, maybe maybe you'll start to realize um, what you do want because I've got a, a couple, of, uh, couple of exercises for you that might help. So we need to come up with our vision. Best way to do that 
is to write down the date that you want to accomplish all of these things, which is by the end of the year. By the end of the year, you have accomplished these things and you need to come from a place like it's already done. Like you got this. It's a, it is done. Okay. So you're going to write down the date 12 31 20, December 31st, 2020. And then you're going to write down, I have accomplished this. Okay. And you're going to write down all of the goals that you want to accomplish. Every single little thing that you accomplish that will that you will will look back and say I had the most successful year I have ever had. I crushed 2020. You need to write down all those things. It could be a revenue goal, it could be um, a client goal, it could be a networking goal, it could be a materialistic goal, it could be literally anything and everything, all the goals, it could be relationships, it could be health, anything and everything you need to write down, all of it. And you got to keep that piece of paper and, and, and keep the date and you have to, you have to write it as if you've already accomplished it. That's super important. I have accomplished blank, 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 blank. Okay. Every, every single goal. Once you write down every single goal, write down everything that you want, just everything that you want in life, literally just spill it out. And, and, and you should want materialistic things. Okay. If you if you want that that amazing apartment, write it down. If you want that amazing car, write it down and don't feel shamed that you want those things. Because life life should be fun. Life is so short and every single year, I'm only 27, but every single year it's like it just gets shorter and shorter. It's freaking crazy and it's a little scary too. So take advantage. Write write down the things that you really want. And, and make life enjoyable for yourself. So for me, um, Wix and I are moving next year. Like I'm 90% sure we're moving. And so I've got this incredible, just beautiful two bedroom, two bathroom apartment in Playa Vista that just looks amazing. And we're going to, we're going to move there next year. It's part of, part of the vision. Uh, we're also looking at puppies. We're probably going to adopt a puppy. And, uh, that's, that's part of my, my list for 2020 right down. And, you know, some of these are materialistic things and some of them are not, some of them could be, you know, it could be romance in your life. Um, you might want a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Maybe you want closer friends. I know I need to, to pay closer attention to, to my relationships in my life. That's on my 2020 list might be on yours, maybe not. Um, but I really want personally, I really want to work on connecting with more people, for the sake of connecting and not just business. This year I connected with people and and really the main purpose of that was th- there was some sort of business motive there. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always some sort of um okay, we're meeting because this there, there's going to be some sort of value transaction that has to do with business. And next year, I, I still want to do that uh, because it's important, but I also want to do it just for the sake of hanging out. You know what I mean? So write down everything that you want to accomplish, um, write down all the goals and write down all the materialistic things that you want, write down all the relationships, all that good stuff. Okay. Write that down. All right. Now the next step is to write down who you have to become in order to accomplish those things. 
and we've talked about this ton already on this podcast. So if you're if you're a long listener on this podcast, you already know this. The the main reason you don't have these things that you really want right now is because there's some character traits that you don't have right now. You have been making decisions in a place that isn't going to get you where you need to go. You need to put yourself in in a place where you already have all of these things that you've listed listed out. For example, really simple. If you're not confident, how do you expect to obtain a significant other that you've met somewhere from, you know, a friend of a friend and whatnot? You have to have some sort of confidence and some sort enough confidence to be able to at least go talk to that significant other. Does that make sense? That was me. I don't know if that was a good example, but you get what I'm saying. You have to put yourself in a place where you already have it. Who is that person and what decisions are they making from that place? Right? Could be a financial thing. If you have issues with money, you are kind of you're you're basically tripping over dollars to save pennies. You're 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 um, being cheap with your cash. How do you expect yourself to be financially free or be a multimillionaire or, or whatever goal you have, how do you expect to be that person if you're just going to be cheap with your money? You have to make, you have to spend money to make money. And so if you're going to perform at that level, you're going to grow your business to that level. How do you expect to, if you're going to be cheap, right? So think about these things, put yourself in the shoes of the person that is already successful has already accomplished all these things. And I want you to list out the character traits of this person. Okay. List out the character traits. What, what are those character traits of that person? For me, it's confidence. Confidence is going to be huge for me. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I go up and down with my own confidence. I'm at an extreme high or I'm at a or I'm at a extreme low and I'm self-doubting my, myself and I have comparisonitis and, and I have um, imposter syndrome. So you have comparisonitis, you have imposter syndrome, you know, this this journey is a, if you're a freelancer or a business owner, you know, it's not, it's a roller coaster ride. You, you, you probably know this by now, but when you list out these character traits, it's, it's going to help you stay at that level even when you start to slip and you start to feel low because you will feel low in 2020. You're not going to feel high all the time. That's, that is damn near impossible. You're not going to be a high, at a complete high all the time. There's going to be a point in time where you're going to feel like a piece of crap and that, that's just part of it. That's part of it. But you don't have to feel like a piece of crap for 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 a long period of time. You can shorten that period of time and snap out of it. And something that really helps with that is listing out these character traits of of that person that you already are. You are already this person, and you have to you have to act and become that person right now. So for me, it's confidence. For me, it's, it's zero doubts. I want zero doubts. If I if I want something, I'm going to go 100, percent and that's it. I have zero doubts. It's already done. It's going to happen. Um, another one that I think I think most people don't have, and you know it's it's so important, um, and that is being I'll combine two of them, but being open minded and being coachable. If you're a closed minded, non coachable person, just just don't even try. Just stop. Give up right now. Because if if you're not coachable, if you're not humble, if you can't listen to 
people, if you just automatically assume that somebody just, oh, they don't know anything, you're done. You're, you are out. So being coachable and listening and, and absorbing and being a sponge is, is huge. And people that are extremely successful are, are, are doing those things. Being a leader being a leader is huge and, and being committed, 110% committed. So those are some of my characteristics. The, that's Those are th- characteristics that I have that I am always thinking about and, and putting myself there, even if I'm not feeling like a leader that day, or maybe I'm not feeling committed that day. Well, my higher self is committed and is a leader. And so I have to act that way no matter what. So you're always going to come back to these results, these characteristics, okay? So write those down. We're making great time here. We're at the 30-minute mark. We're, we're crushing it so far. So now, now we understand the losses, the, the wins, and the lessons with those losses and those wins from 2019. We've reflected. We understand what we did wrong. And now we we have some sort of vision now now we're starting to gain our vision we know which we, what we want to accomplish we know why we want to accomplish it we know the materialistic things right and we also know um who we need to become and and what are those characteristic traits that we have to have in order to accomplish those things all right so we're we're at a we're in a pretty good place right now All right, now it's revenue time because believe it or not, money is important. This world functions off of money. And so money is an important thing. A lot of people don't like money. A lot of people are like, fuck the money. Screw it. I'm doing it for the passion. I'm not, I'm like, I'm I'm doing it for the passion too. But, but money allows you to, first of all, allows you complete freedom. You do whatever the hell you want if you have a lot of money. And it gives you more tools, more options. It opens more doors. It opens more doors to allow you to do the things that you want to do. And it saves you time, saves you your time. When you make a lot of money, you get your time back because then you can pay people to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. So be careful when you say, fuck the money. Money's important. I I get what you're saying. Your business runs on money. If you're a freelancer, you're listening to this because you're either a freelancer or you're already a business owner. You're you're a creative that is trying to turn this into a full-time career. You got to care about money. Money makes things work, right? So it's important. So we need to come up with our, our revenue goal. How much do you want to make? And I remember when I when I was first asked this, I, I had this, this conversation that I'm having with you right now. I had a very short abbreviated version of it with Lewis Howes, he would talk to me about the vision aspect. And he would always ask me, so what's your vision? What's your vision? I'm like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Now I know because I'm on the other side now. And now I understand where he's coming from. But I didn't before. And it was really frustrating. So if I'm frustrating you right now, don't feel bad. I, I understand how you're feeling. Don't feel bad. Take what you need to take from this. And a lot of this is going to come with time. So this, uh, hopefully this isn't overwhelming you. I really, I really hope it's not overwhelming. Um, but over time, you'll be surprised that you're, you're going you're gonna to be doing these things. I promise you. I promise you. Okay, so revenue time. How much do you want to make? The best way to figure this out, how much you really want to make, is you want to pick something that's really scary where you're like, oh, shit, like... 
how is that going to happen? But is also deep down, you know, like I can do this. All right. So if you haven't made a dime in one year, you shouldn't say I'm going to be a multi-billionaire. All right. Or maybe you should, maybe, I don't know, (laughs) maybe I don't want to, I don't want to limit your potential, but when you deep down feel like there's like, like, you know, for a fact, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to accomplish that. You're not going to work hard because you know, you're already defeated. There's kind of a fine line where your goal has to scare you a little bit where you're like, oh shit, like I got to go. Like we got to, it's go time. Right. But you also have to believe it. You have to believe it because if you don't, it's, it's just, this isn't going to work. It's just not going to work. And so when I started goal setting, I was like, I'm going to gain like a million subscribers on YouTube. I think that was like one of my goals. In a year, I'm going to gain like a million. But I never really believed it, nor did I really like want that. I wanted it handed to me, but I didn't I didn't really want to just, I didn't want to dig for it, if that makes sense. And so it never happened. Okay. It never happened. But creating a multiple six-figure business happened. It was a goal of mine that I wanted and I knew I could do it. I knew I could do this thing, but I didn't know how. And that's kind of where you need to come from. Think about the number. Maybe it's double your revenue. That's always like a really good goal to double your revenue. Very attainable. Double it. Triple your revenue. You can triple your revenue. You could six times your revenue. There's so many people that six, seven, ten times their revenue. You just have to know, like, I can do this. So that's all I'm going to say with that. Once you have your goal, your revenue goal, it's time to reverse engineer and break it down. And we're going to be using some of the things from your vision to do that. All right. Let's say it's 100K. Nice, even number. Super easy. I want to make $100,000 by the end of 2020. That's my goal. So we're going to reverse engineer it and we're going to break it down. So best way to do that is start with how much you need to make every quarter. All right. There's three months in a quarter. There's four quarters in a year. Um, Quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. All right. First quarter, first three months of the year, you have to make 25 grand. Three months to make 25 grand. So every single quarter, you know, you have to make $25,000. Because 25,000 times four is a hundred grand. All right. So now we, now we know how much to make every quarter. Now we got to know how much to make every month. Break it down. What is it? What's the goal? That comes out to around 8,333 and change. Let's just call it eight grand just for, just make it an even number. So now you know you got to make eight grand a month. You got to make eight grand ish a month to hit your 100K goal. Now you know how much to make. And you could break it down more. I, I personally don't. I know people that break it down per week and then per day. I I don't know. I'm not, maybe I haven't gotten there yet. I don't, I don't know. But I like to just reverse engineer it all the way down to a month. But just reverse engineering your finances, your financial goals is not enough. Now we need to reverse engineer our tasks our goals. So your goal is to create a $100,000 generating business off of freelancing, right? I think that's going to be a, a lot of you guys listening. You're a freelancer or you're trying to create a business or or creating a media agency or whatever it is. 
a photography business, a wedding filmmaking business, whatever. Um, that's your goal. So we got to reverse engineer that goal as well as your financial goal. So um, the best thing to do when you know how much money you need to make per month, at least, you start figuring out what are what are the revenue generating activities that are going to get you there. Okay, this is this is where having that clarity comes in because most people get distracted. All right. For example, TikTok. TikTok has become a distraction for a lot of people. It's one more platform. It's one more thing to do. And people are creating on TikTok without really knowing why they're creating on TikTok. Oh, Gary Vee's talking about it. He's telling me, I got to, I got to get on TikTok. Okay. I got to create on TikTok now. I got to get, it's a, it's the key. It's, it's what I need to do to build an audience. Why do you want to build your audience? What are you going to do with that audience? Do you have a business? Do you have a product? How are you going to make money? Is it going to be some magical thing? You reach a million followers on TikTok and all of a sudden you're going to be, you know, in a private jet hanging out with Dan Bilzerian. Why do you want that audience? What what are you what are you going on TikTok for? Okay. Now the reason why I say this, not to rip on TikTok, not to not to rip on Gary Vee, but to just shed light on a conversation that not a lot of people are having. People are having the conversation of you're a content creator, you're trying to build an audience. I got to be on this, this, this. I got to create this, this, and this. But let's say you build that audience. What are you going to do with it? Because believe it or not, there are quote unquote influencers with 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, a million followers that are struggling, struggling because they don't have a business. They don't know how to monetize. You have a million followers they, they don't know what to do with it. Not not just know what to do with it, but their messaging doesn't align with what they actually want to do or what they want to sell. Maybe they have a product that they're really passionate about, but, but the audience that they've built has nothing to do with that product. I think a lot of people, a lot of kids are creating, trying to build an audience just because the lifestyle looks cool or they think, oh, I'm just going to get sponsor, sponsors and live off sponsors. It's not enough. You need to, You need more than that. You need to have a plan. You, you could you could be living the lifestyle you want to live right now without the audience. You don't need the audience. You have to figure out some stuff before you grow that audience or at least do it at the same time. And we could be getting into more of this stuff. But but anyways, I, I just want to throw that point out there. It's always have a purpose with what you're doing. Let's get back to revenue generating activities, not just creating content, but what is actually going to make you money right now? What are those activities? Let's say you're a filmmaker or photographer or maybe both. And one of your revenue generating activities is having is, is, is having retainer clients. Uh, I'd say a lot of you, you're going to want to have probably a, re- a retainer client. So let's say you want to have a retainer client. Now you need to figure out what it is that you want to offer. It's not going to just magically happen. You have to figure out what are you going to offer these small businesses that are going to want to hire you as on a retainer. Are you going to offer photos, video, um, Instagram content? Maybe you're going to offer them TikTok content for for their brand because they need TikTok in order to grow their brand because TikTok's demographic is their is their brand's demographic. So maybe you'll be making TikTok content for them. My point is, is you need to know what you're going to offer. What's going to make 
your client's money. That's the most important part. Okay. So let's say, let's say you want to make four grand on a retainer client and you're going to offer a select amount of photos, a select amount of video content, a select amount of Instagram swipe ups, a select amount of uh, product photos and just overall branding stuff, whatever it is that you want to offer. After calculating it all out and figuring out what that's what you're worth, it's going to cost the client four grand for you to uh, provide them all of those photo and video assets. And once you figure that out, you look at your your revenue goal per month, and now you know. Oh, I just need two retainer clients to hit my goal. See how simple and clear that becomes? Maybe you're not comfortable with four grand. Maybe you're like, oh yeah, my services are eh, probably like two grand. Okay, fine. Two grand. Now you need four retainer clients. It just, it makes things a lot easier sounding than saying, I got to make eight, I got to make more than eight grand a month. How the hell am I going to do that? Well, now you know. I just need four retainer clients. I just need two retainer clients. It makes things so much more attainable where you're like, I can do this. Let's buckle down here and let's contact these leads or these prospects and you know, I'm going to perfect my pitch and 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 now all the now your brain starts turning and and working and you start thinking of all the revenue generating activities that you need to do in order to make that $8,333 a month. So it makes it feel way more attainable. And 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 the key is the revenue generating activities because I can I can almost bet and and I and I say this because I am I am one of them. I when I when I say something, I I was a victim of this myself. Most of you are getting distracted by things that are not going to produce you the results that you need, that you want. Do you need a brand new revamped website? Should you be spending hours and hours on your website when you don't have a retainer client or you don't have a prospect? You haven't talked to anybody. You haven't even started networking with people. Should you really be focused on that? Now, you could be someone that doesn't have a portfolio. Now, if you don't have a portfolio, then now you know, okay, I got I to gotta come up with a portfolio. I got to do some spec work here and I need to create these projects and at least have the projects done and then I can start contacting people. So now, you, now you're starting to get all these steps aligned. You're starting to get your ducks in a row and you're starting to list out all these activities that you need to do to, to start hitting your goals. All right. Yeah, I got I to gotta create this spec work. I got to create these two or three projects, hammer them out. Then I'm going to start contacting people and saying, hey, look, I did this. I can do this for you. Start providing that value and start pitching yourself. And then you get rejected a few times. You're like, shit, I got rejected. Okay. Ask them for feedback. Well, why did they reject you? Oh, yeah. Like uh, we're, we're going to go with this person. They're cheaper. Well, okay. Fuck them. <laughs> you don't need to be cheaper. But maybe maybe they give you some, some feedback like, uh, yeah, we like this guy better. And they don't mention a price or anything. Maybe maybe that person's more pricey, more expensive, more premium. So then what you do is you go to that person, check out their website, see what they're doing. Oh wow, they got they got a nice they got a nice website or they, they got a nice portfolio or or maybe they offer a package that's that's just more. Whatever it is. But you can figure it out and then start making the tweaks. Then it's then you can be like, oh yeah, okay, like 
I, I didn't provide them a website with my portfolio. I just sent them a YouTube link. Look, I'll, I have gotten plenty of clients without a website by just sending a link to my work uh, or a YouTube video to my work. Either an unlisted video or a video I posted on YouTube and saying, hey, this is uh, one of my better projects. Check it out. Let me know what you think and can't wait to get started or can't wait to hear more about the project or whatever. So don't don't get caught up in in the website type stuff, but it is a possibility. You might you might need to revamp the website. But my point is is don't don't get caught up in in all of the the nitty-gritty details on these things. You don't have to perfect everything. You don't have to make everything seem just spectacular. Right now, you just need to get the job done and at least start getting the feedback. At least start hearing what people have to say. And maybe I, I bet you right now, if you're so focused on your website or something else that really doesn't matter and, and you don't have like a lot of clients, you might have like two clients and, or whatever. I bet you right now that that you can get away with just sending them a link to one of your best videos and saying, yep, this is what I did for another client. Uh, let me know what you think. Maybe, maybe this is, maybe you created spec work and, and say like, Hey, I did this, this, this is a, a fun project I did on my own time. And I could do something like this for you, blah, blah, blah. And just send them a YouTube link without even sending them to a website. There's so many things that you could be doing. These are, these are the types of things you need to be thinking about. And, and when I say revenue generating activities, these are the activities that are going to matter. And if you're, if you're not a, uh, a filmmaker, you're not a freelancer, you're not trying to maybe start a, a, a media agency or, or something like that, just take what I'm saying. Use these as examples. Your revenue generating activities are going to be a lot different, but this is how you need to mentally break it down. And so for me, I, I know my annual goal. I know what I need to make every quarter. I need to know what I need to make every month. I, I My business, I, I base it off of every quarter. And I, I don't really look at what I need to make per month just because my my income is fluctuates and it's just it's a giant roller coaster. It has peaks, make a ton of money one month, and I make uh, a lot less other months. So I like to look at it every quarter. You don't have to do that, especially if you get on retainer clients. Then it's a lot easier to um, kind of track it per month if you want. But just use it as a guide. But I break it down. I break down my my revenue, and then I break down all of my goals. I break down those goals. What what do I need to accomplish? What what are the steps I need to take? What are the revenue generating activities that I need to start doing? And you start breaking down those revenue generating activities and you break those down as well. Everything is reverse engineering. You start at the top. You start at the top with the biggest thing you want and you go from there. Break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down. And that's where your plan is going to come in. And you should be marking these things on your calendar. And you should mark if it's a project-based business, if it's a if 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 it's revenue generating activities, you need to say, okay, I'm gonna start this process on this date, and I'm gonna end this process on this date. You need to put that stuff in your calendar. You need a start date, you need an end date. If you just have an end date, you'll leave it to the last minute and it won't get done. You need a start date, you need an end date. Super important, okay? Once we have a plan, you need accountability. You need to connect with people. Connect with people. Get people in your life that inspire you. I am so blessed. I've got some incredible people in my life. And a lot of it has just been me 
putting my life out there on the internet and, and being vulnerable and saying, Hey, this is me. This is what I do. Um, I, I, I messed up today or I did amazing today. I just, I put it out there and I did that and I was able to connect with a lot of people from the internet. I met people from, you know, social media and whatnot. And I've made some incredible, incredible friends and they're all doing bigger and better things than I am. They're amazing. And I'm super fortunate to have those people in my life because I'm always inspired. I'm like, damn, man, I, like whenever we hang out, I'm just like, I feel like a new person. But yeah, I mean, it's so important. Get get connected with somebody that's doing big, bigger and better things than you are. And um, I, I don't want to make this episode about how to network because I got a million other episodes and, you know, just just make friends. Just find people that are going to inspire you and, and pull you out of the trenches when you need to be pulled out of the trenches. I get pulled out of the trenches all the time. You know, I get in my little uh, headspace and I'm like, oh, man, I suck. Ugh. I got the people there that are that are going to back me up and be like, Zach, you don't suck. You're incredible. And uh, and they snap me out of it, you know. So find find those find those people. All right. Find those people. Uh, next episode, we're going to be we're going to be talking about some discipline type of stuff. And I'm going to I'm going to share with you my my morning routine, my new morning routine just to give you guys some ideas. So I'll leave that for another episode. But after you find your accountability and your community, it's time to schedule in fun. This is the last thing. And I'll let you guys go. Schedule in fun times. And for me, I'll just tell you what I'm what I have planned for 2020. And uh, and you can kind of cherry pick, take take what you need to take. So Every quarter, I have a big trip planned. So one of those, one of the early trips I have planned is Hawaii. Um, I'm going to Hawaii with my family, so that's more of like a family trip, and that'll be for quarter one. Quarter two, I'm going to Bali, and I'm going to Bali for one week, and then probably going somewhere else because Bali is halfway around the world. Um, I'll be going somewhere else probably just to take advantage of me being halfway around the world. Um, and I'm super excited about Bali. I haven't been there in a year and a half, almost two years, almost two years. I haven't, I haven't been. And so we're going back and I'm going with Wix this time and it's going to be amazing. And it's gonna be so much fun. So we got Bali in the second quarter and the third quarter and fourth quarter are kind of up for grabs right now. I know Wix and I want to do Japan. Um, we were trying to do Japan this year, but this year, actually, I didn't travel that much. I, I've really been kind of hunkered down trying to build and grow my business. Um, and that, you know, it was, it had positives, but it also had negatives because I didn't schedule that much fun time. And it, it, it really, it definitely took a hit on my on my mental health for sure. Um, but Japan is, is in the mix. And then I, I got to plan one more, one more big trip. So you don't have to do this. This, this is all depend, depended upon, um, how, how resourceful you can become, how, um, how, how financially stable, stable you are, uh, where you're at and you're with your business, with your relationships, it, you know, just cause I'm traveling, I'm doing, you know, four big trips in 2020. Um, doesn't mean you have to, this is what I'm doing. Um, so don't feel like you got to do it too. But if you're listening to this and you're damn good with a camera, you should be able to travel for free. 
you have the power to travel for free if you know what you're doing. I have a lot of buddies that do, a lot of friends that travel for free. And uh, it is very possible. And we can talk about that and do a podcast episode about that as well. Um, but make sure if, if it's not travel, even though I think everybody should travel, um, make sure you're planning something to look forward to. So the next thing that I do or that I will do for 2020 is not just have a big trip to look forward to, but I'm also planning little things to look forward to every single week, depending on the schedule, of course. But most of the time, every single week, we're going to have something to look forward to, whether it's date night with Wix or uh, you know just a regular dinner with friends or bowling, some sort of activity that's just super fun that I get to look, to look forward to. For the week, it could be one thing, could be two things, whatever, but make sure that you have stuff to look forward to because it's going to make fun so much better and more like when I have something to look forward to during the day, it's like, oh man, I can't wait to go out to dinner with Wix or I can't wait to go out to dinner with friends or we're, we're big foodies. So <laughs> it's a lot of dinner. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, uh, I go out to dinner a decent amount I, I always get more work done and it's better work when I have something to look forward to that day. So if you really want to crush it, not only should you have something to look forward to during the week, but you should also have something to look forward to every single day. And that could be watching a show on Netflix. Yes, I'm telling you, you should go watch a movie, watch a show on Netflix. I do it all the time. I don't binge. I don't watch 10 episodes. I've done, trust me, I've done it, but 95 or 98% of the time throughout my, throughout the entire year, I don't binge on television. I'll watch a show or two shows at night or watch a movie at night. It just gives me something to look forward to. And when you look forward to stuff, it makes life so much easier. All right. So that's where I'm going to end it. I hope this gave you some clarity. I really do. And again, if this real, if this did, please tag me on Instagram, send me a DM. And I want to know and get it out there. Help help get the podcast out there. If you feel like this episode alone is going to help a friend of yours or a friend of a friend or a family member or a significant other, please send it to them. Please send it to them. I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, this has been a really fun episode. It's been a lot. Hopefully, it wasn't overwhelming. And I can't wait for our next episode. Next episode, all these episodes are going to be coming out on Monday. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. I know this was a long one. And uh, I'll, catch, I'll catch you guys in the next one. That's it. Get out of here. Go enjoy the rest of your day. Peace. Leave me alone. I got work to do. Actually, no. We're going we're gonna to have some fun. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go have fun. It's Monday. Fuck it. All right, guys. <laughs> catch you later. I'll talk to you in the next one. Peace.